It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. All right, welcome. Good morning and welcome to game time here on a Tuesday. Your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas. Glad to have you with us as we get ready to uh, crank up a brand new day. It is Tuesday and Boy, what a beautiful morning as we begin begin the day. Ward, let's uh how are you by the way, Ward? Good good morning. Cold. You're co- oh cold. Okay. Ryan, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Tom? I'm good. Let me tell you, man, I had a good night last night. I uh had to fire in the fireplace, laying on the couch, flipping back and forth between Iowa State and Tech and Baylor and Texas, and I thought, you know what? It, this is a pretty good deal right here. You know, the only time I had to get up is to go get another log for the fireplace. So, good day. Good night. So, I told you guys it wasn't going to be bad weather. You just didn't listen what to me. What are you, drunk? We're, we're headed to 72 today. <laughs> what are you, drunk? It's going to be blue sky, sunshine, and 72. Okay. Don't lie to people. Did you have any issues driving to work as far um, away as you live? A little bit, but not bad. I had none. Now you did, Ryan, didn't you? Yeah, I slid a little bit on on the drive from Whitney. I, and I was reading this morning on one of the uh, one of the TV stations that there's several wrecks in the area. Seriously, be careful. And if you don't have to get out, don't, don't. stay home because I think it's only going to get. It's forecasted to get it's worse. It's gotten worse since I got up this morning well, and went for our walk. Well, let me yeah. tell you, it's gotten worse since we've gotten here. I got here about five thirty this morning, and. I, I walked in the building about the same time that Mike Crow from our sister station, Shooter FM, walked in. And we, he, I, I just cut through the grass because I cut through the grass. He walked up the ramp. You know, we have a ramp out by the, the street that leads into the back door. And because we're not permitted to come through the front door, we're, we're radio guys. So <laughs> I'm kidding. But we walked through the back door and came on in. Well, he had to get something out of his truck and he walked back outside and walked down that ramp. And then he said he slid all the way down the ramp. Whew. He was wearing cowboy boots, and he was like surfing all the way down that ramp. And that's my great fear uh, for somebody. You know, you walk outside your door or something to check the weather or whatever, and down you go and break a leg or, or something. So, look, just be careful. That the ice, man, you d- stay in. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. You can deal with some snow, I think. Some snow, but you can't deal with the ice. The ice wins, man. It just does. Mm-hmm. It just does. So, um, just about all of the schools in our listening area are closed. Centerfield, I think, is going to go at ten o'clock. Didn't we say Norman G may be a delayed start uh, as Nor- well? Norman G, North, North Zulch, Zulch. all the ones south of us. Yeah, they're kind of south southeast, headed towards College Station. They're they're going to delay, but everybody else is closed. Anything else? I mean, as far as businesses and closings in cities and cities. Yeah, there's a lot of businesses closed. Just shut it down. Yeah. So said not going to do it. They've moved that winter storm warning yesterday. It was till noon. Wednesday. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's now through Thursday at 6 a.m. So they've really? extended. Yeah, it's, it's a 
gotten a little more dicey. The freezing rain before 9 a.m., then freezing rain mixed with sleet. Some thunder mixed in, high near 32, north winds 15 to 25. Chance of precipitation 80% today uh, here in central Texas. Accumulation of a half inch possible. Chance of freezing rain sleet before 9 p.m. tonight. Then freezing rain lows down around 29 in the north wind, 10 to 20 miles per hour, gusting up to 35. Chance of precipitation again tonight. 80%, another half inch possible overnight tonight. So, wow. Yeah. And then freezing rain again Wednesday morning until at least noon and around 3 p.m. Holy moly. Again, you can't, you can't. And you were driving to work this morning. And you said people were passing you at 75 and 80 miles per hour. Yeah, that's not smart. Yeah. No, what are you doing? See, Some of them were first of all, it ticks me off because. You're putting yourself in danger, but more, you're putting me in danger when yeah. you do that. Some of them were like big old semi-trucks, too, dude. And I was like, what are y'all doing? Well, that's that's the thing. I'm, yeah. I'm not as worried about my driving exactly. on ice. Exactly. It's yours. <laughs> yeah, it's it's somebody else's that that always, you know, that's doing that. Mm-hmm. That's not being smart. Because you that black ice is a real thing. You can't yep. see it. And then you hit it and Adios. you're done. It's it's just not you're not recovering mm-hmm. from that if you're going 40, 50, 60 miles an hour. Yeah, uh, I, I you know I've been thinking about it. I, I think for us, as soon as we wrap this little little thing up around nine o'clock, we we may want to limp on home. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, depends on if it blows on in. Yeah, yeah. If it blows on in, we got we got problems. But I mean, right now, even some of the uh, again, the conditions have changed in an hour and a half since we got here. Since I got here, anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I looked and again, I, I walked outside when 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 Mike said, "Hey, that ramp is." I went, "No, it's not." I just walked up it an hour ago, and no, he's right. It's so it it could change that quick. So be careful. All right, uh, what are we talking about today? Well, we're gonna dive into. Some uh, Big 12 basketball. A uh, man, it, if you are a basketball junkie, heck, you don't even have to be a junkie, just a fan. You got to love this league. I mean, you stop and think about what happened in Lubbock last night. Are you kidding me already? Here is the worst team in the conference, statistically, in the Red Raiders, getting run out of the gym by the best team in the conference or one of the best teams in the conference, tied for first in Iowa State. The lead's at 23, Ward White's 23. Yeah, I, Go home, the I, game's over. I quit checking the score with 19 minutes left in the game. It, they were down by 20. I went, whoop, there they go again. The game's over. Empty the gym. Send the fans home. It's Monday night. You got to work the next day. Go home. It's over. It's 23 points. Nope. Here come the Red Raiders. Here comes Tech. Force overtime and win the stinking game. Can you believe it? It really is. But you know what? Nothing in this conference surprises me. Nothing. I I, I hate to say it, but that surprised me. <laughs> well, yeah. The fact that a last place team, you know, because you could have very well went, okay, we're, Look, we're, we're not toast. very good. Even though they had to come back last night, they're still not a very good basketball team right now. They won two in a row. Yeah. Against two pretty good teams. They have, but. Could they be getting better? 
or people are overlooking them and hitting the coast? Maybe. I don't know. But if you're Iowa State, didn't you read the Texas Tech LSU score? Yeah, but you probably think, yeah, we won seven of those. I just, I, they haven't shown anything to make me think they're a good basketball team yet. I, you know, early in the year, I kept telling you, I said, look, they play 35 or 36 really good minutes. And then those last three or four, ooh. Well, that's, that's what good basketball teams do, though. They, they finish. finish. Yeah, I, I get it. I guess my point was they have the ability. I guess they do. To play 40 minutes. And they clearly now have the ability to come back. They came back for 23 for Pete's sake. Yeah, I did. That blows me away. Yeah, and they win it. I, what did you get, did you watch much of t- Baylor and Texas? Yes, I did. I thought it was a heck of a basketball game. Mm-hmm. We'll dive into that one as well. Uh, you know, Scott Drew has said it to the cows come home this year. Big Twelve is a one in most cases. The Big Twelve is a one or two possession conference. It comes down to one or two critical possessions. Uh, did you like? The shot selection by the Bears with about 15, 16 seconds left. I thought it was quick. And, you know, hey, look, I have no problem with Keontae George shooting. He's a shooter. He's he's a scorer. I just thought it was a little quick and a little deep. Yeah, I do too. I, 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 like, I like moving the ball a little more. That's just me. You had time. You had 17 seconds or 16 or whatever it was. Uh, I just thought it was a little quick. Now, you know what? If he makes it, it's like, hey, that was brilliant. <laughs> right. You know, shoot or shoot, you know. And he's a guy that's, you know, he's not afraid of a shot. That's why he's going to be probably a lottery pick next year. I mean, he's got ice water running through his veins. He doesn't mind going in the paint. I just thought maybe in that situation it was a little quick and maybe a little deep. So, you know, and maybe that was the play Scott Drew called. Heck, I don't know. But they they lose by five, and we'll talk about that one coming up in a couple of minutes. We'll also visit with Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. We're going to get a Metroplex check of the weather <laughs> from Shehan. I'll say, Shehan, take, take your cell phone, go outside, and tell me what it's like. Look up and tell me what we got going on. So we'll talk to Shehan. Uh, and Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News. Is scheduled to be on the program around 8.30. I want to I get into this Cowboy coaching carousel. Oh, by the way, before Kellen Moore could clear out his office and, and get off the property at the Star, he had a job. Anybody surprised that he was able to get a gig that fast? No, not no. really. I, I know you're not a fan of Kellen Moore. No, I'm still not, but he's gonna he's still going to get a job. I mean, he is highly regarded within the NFL. I mean, he just that's pretty clear. I mean, he's he's not out of a gig 24 hours. And he's now going to head out to the West Coast and uh, see what he can do with, with I started to say San Diego. <laughs> he's got, with the Chargers, wherever they're located. The West Coast Chargers, we'll just say that. So uh, so we'll talk to Calvin Watkins about that and, and uh, get into some other things. So uh, lots going on today. Uh, in the wide world of sports. We'll also do our very best to keep you updated on the weather situation. Uh, our uh, staff meteorologist is Ward White. He's got you, he's got you covered. Weather on the on the eights. 
Isn't that what they used to say on the yeah, Weather Channel? Absolutely. Weather on the eights. Uh, and uh, Ryan says he brought in from Whitney a big Doppler radar, so we'll we'll keep you posted on the forecast. See what we can what uh, what we can do here. Uh, three out of four, by the way. Th- no, two out of three. Two out of the three. Eh, never mind. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> it's a 7-13, 13 after 7. This is your first word in sports. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. And we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action in the Farrell Center Wednesday hosting the Kansas Jayhawks. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday for Baylor women's basketball. Join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a QA and a style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person. Thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. 
Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info and help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Sparkle into the new year with DMRA Fine Jewelers. Now through January 31st, take up to 60% off during the DMRA January clearance event and save big on pieces from your favorite brands. New year, new jewelry at the DMRA Fine Jewelers January clearance event. Shop and save now at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. LJ Cryer, step back three, left wing is good. Cryer hits from three-point range. Only the second made three in the second half by the Bears. And the Bears do drop one on the road, 76-71. And, and John mentioned only two made threes in the second half for Baylor, and that's exactly what they got in the second half, uh, uh, they just weren't able to get good looks in the second half. They were 2 of 11 from three-point land in the second half. Made six in the first half, just two in the second half. You know, and there's you, you go back and you kind of think about why things happen the way they happen. Well, you know, again, that, that was part of it. Uh, it, it. And this was, as Scott always talks about, a one- or two-possession basketball game. And, and for a reason, I, I just thought – I don't know about you guys, but I thought – Texas's defense was pretty good in the second half. I, I thought that they – I think they purposely went out and, and defended better on the three-point line, making Baylor's guards go inside. And it was tough inside. Look, they missed, I bet, six or seven layups. Layups. They missed a bunch. I mean, point-blank layups because most of those layups were contested. Now, on the flip side, Ward, I don't know how it happened, but it happened. Texas got some great open looks from three-point line. In fact, I think at times it was too, they were too open. Well, I, look, Baylor looked sluggish last night. They looked tired. Early. I, I, I thought they, they were okay. Yeah, you're right. They didn't get back on defense. They didn't transition very well. No, they didn't. Uh but you know, for all of that, it's they're in the game. They're in the game. Well, I mean, that's a one point eight, game. Yeah, you got to shoot better than eight of twenty six, like you just said. You just have to, and you can't take bad shots, especially on the road. Texas shot it, or no, excuse me, Baylor shot it thirteen more times than Texas did last night, and Texas made one more field goal than Baylor. I mean, and that's part of the equation. Even in this six-game winning streak, Baylor has not shot the ball very well. It's been the other things. It's been the offensive glass. It's been, you know, second-chance points. It's been, you know, transition defense. They, they, they've done other things well to, to win the game, but they've got to shoot the ball better. I mean, that's just the bottom line. They were, what, 36 37% last night? Well, I mean, if you're going to live outside the arc, you've got to take better shots. And they didn't last night. They took awful shots. For threes. Well, 
They shot 26 three-pointers. Texas shot 22, so I mean. Okay, but I'm st- you can't go 8 of 26 from three-point land. You just can't. No. And that's what it was. Texas was 8 of 22 from from beyond the arc. And that's not very good either. But Texas as uh, – from- Texas also worked the ball inside. They did. They uh, And they shot it at 47%. Baylor shot it at 37%. And, again, like I said, Baylor shot it 13 more times, but Texas made one more bucket than Baylor did. Uh, you know, the other day, Baylor lived at the free throw line. They they got a ton of free throws. Uh, they shot 24, 25 free throws the other night against Arkansas. Last night, they shot 16. Well, because so. last night. The difference is they were working the ball inside against Arkansas and getting those looks where they got to the free throw line. They didn't last night. And I thought Texas defended really well. Their length is, you know, Texas is good. (laughs) You're on the road against the number 10 team in the country, by the way, and and we're Nick picking the game. Uh, Again, one one bucket here, one bucket there. And, and, you know, again, they're down one late in the game and with a chance with, with the basketball, you know. So... That's it's it is what it is. Scott Drew after the game. And, and, and credit some of the defenses they're they're staying attached to our shooters, but uh, uh, we're not doing a good enough job in finding others. Uh, not doing good enough job jump stopping in the paint and uh, getting open and, and looking for others. And uh, credit defenses for putting pressure on you and when pressure burst pipes but it also makes you do things you don't normally do and uh again we're we shouldn't be shooting 37 percent and we should have more than nine assists so uh we got to get better at that but defensively we can't give up 47 Mm percent so i mean it's a two two two-edged sword and you don't play well in 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 credit texas but you only lose by five and you're like man Mm -hmm. uh and you kick yourself but uh, at the end of the day, that's the uh, the tough thing about this league is um, you can play well and not win. Uh, and if you don't play well, you, you're really putting yourself behind uh, uh, a tough situation, especially on the road. Make the extra pass. Make the extra pass uh, and, and, and get a good look. I, you know, again, we can nitpick this game all day long. It was a five-point basketball game, and you've got you're down one on the road against the number 10 team in the country with the ball. And, and like Coach Drew just said, you didn't play well and you're still in that situation. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you got the extra pass. Imagine if you did get into the paint and got some good looks. Uh, you know, you, you, you're not in that situation. And, you know, you missed six or seven layups. Uh, now, a lot of those were contested, but there was a couple that were just freebies. No, they, they didn't shoot the ball well, period. So, all right, so back home for the Bears, and it's a, it's a game Saturday uh, right back here at the Farrell Center and see if they can start that six-game winning streak all over again. And, look, it's it, – when, when you look at the conference standings, <laughs> there's nobody that has and there's nobody that's going to Run away with this thing. This you're not going to get that separation this year. I mean, your leader has two losses. It, it's just the way it is right now. And so, there you go. Ah, uh, 
Iowa State and Texas Tech, the other game last night. And, and again, we mentioned it, uh, Tech wins in overtime, 80-77. to 77. It was a 17-point deficit at the half. At one point, they trailed by 23. Tech scores 22 in the first half, 49 in the second half, and an additional nine in overtime. So after halftime, 58 points put up by Texas Tech. There's a lot of games where 58's your total. And they score 58 after halftime. Did somebody flip the light switch on? I mean, what in the world? Because Iowa State was pretty steady. They were 39 points at halftime and 32 more in the second half. It wasn't like they just quit playing. But 22 and 49 and then 9. I think it was a combination of a couple of things. Tech needed a win in a bad, bad way. They were at home. And I think Iowa State went in the locker room pretty, pretty jazzed, pretty relaxed. And once you hit that coastal break, it, it's hard to turn it back on. It's huh? hard to turn it back on sometimes. Yeah. Could be. Tech also cranked up their defense too now in the second half. Uh, I, I think they, you know, they said, what the heck do we got to lose? Let's go play defense. And they did. But <sighs> heck, you got to love this league, man. <laughs> you just, if you, if you like basketball, you got to love this league. It's good stuff. All right, 725, 25 after 7. And tonight, tonight you got the Sunflower matchup. This is the second go-around, Kansas State and Kansas. Interested by this one? Very. You going to watch? No. Why? I don't have plus. It is on ESPN Plus, kids. I said ESPN Plus, not ESPN. Not the deuce, not news, not ESPNU, ESPN Plus. You want it, you're going to pay for it. And you're going to have Jay Billis and Chris Button, who worked the game last night, John Shambi, who worked the game last night, on a ESPN Plus telecast. Later on in the show, we'll talk about that. But that's what's coming up tonight in, uh, in the great state of Kansas. Kansas and Kansas State in Big 12 action. All right, 726, uh, if you are out and about, please drive carefully. Please drive carefully. If you don't absolutely positively have to get out, don't. Stay put. Uh, roads... The roads are, are slicker now, if that's proper way to say it, than they were a couple of hours ago. Uh, they're, they're deteriorating as we speak. All right, 726. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Good folks over at Alan Samuels. I think Ted Teague and his staff are going to kind of recommend that if you want to do a little car shopping today, you may want to do a lot of it online or maybe with a phone call. Uh, don't get out if you don't have to. But it's so you know what? You're, you're sitting at home. You got a fire going in the fireplace and you're like, nice here, but I got car fever. Well, it's Alan Samuels, DCJ.com. It's Alan Samuels, DCJ.com. And, and you, you know what? 
Their address is 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. If you go to alansamuelsdcj.com, you're going to feel like you've been transformed to 201 West Loop 340. You can car shop. You can truck shop. You can check out all of those great Ram 1500 crew cabs with with all the trim packages, Lone Stars, Laramies, and, of course, the uh, Longhorn and Longhorn Limited, all right there online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Then, if you got a question, here's Ted's phone number, 772-1000, 772-1000. Ted Teague and his staff ready to visit with you, ready to talk to you, and ready to make you a part of the Allen Samuels family. That's what they do. I mean, yes, they sell cars and trucks, but they also create relationships where – in a couple of years, you're ready to do it again. Your first stop's going to be Alan Samuels. Trust me, I know. That's what we, we've done it several times. So, Alan Samuels, DCJ.com to check out those vehicles. Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat is indeed your friend of the car business. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show Thursday, February 2nd, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-Delicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at lafiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient your first word in sports game time weekdays 7 to 9 on espn central texas have you ever been stranded on the side of the road the next time it happens call big boys record service to get you and your ride where you need to be you can count on big boys record service to help you with roadside assistance such as when your vehicle won't start you've locked yourself out of your vehicle or when you're stuck in the mud no job is too big or too small they do it all family owned and operated since 1984 big boys record service call 254-662-3031 and remember slow down or move over 
When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kia Sera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Trailing most of the game, Baylor got within one in the final minute, but fell to the Longhorns in Austin, 76-71. That gives Texas a half-game lead in the conference standings, while Baylor falls two games out of first. This week's AP Men's Basketball Poll has six Big 12 teams in the top 15. Kansas State is number seven, with Kansas right behind at eight. Texas is 10, followed by Baylor at 11, Iowa State at 13, and TCU at 15. Kellen Moore wasted no time in finding another job. The former Cowboys offensive coordinator has accepted the San Diego Chargers offer to be their offensive coordinator. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Keep up with Big 12 hoops on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 732, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, nice to have you with us, and nice to have Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com on the program. Shehan, good morning. First of all, we got to know, man, are you iced in? Are you snowed in? I mean, what, what, what's, what's your weather situation? Yeah, it's cold out here, but uh, I think we're good to go. But at the same time, I mean, I haven't looked outside all too much, but it's it's very cold up here. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the the power grid can can handle it this time. I hear you. All right, let let's begin with with college football. You you've done some research on the Oklahoma State Cowboys and and Coach Gundy. Where's their program today? As as we head into February, where 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 is this Oklahoma State? program in your opinion well i think what's interesting obviously a year ago oklahoma state was playing for a big 12 championship and uh won a fiesta bowl but i think that a lot has happened since then that really puts them in a difficult position you know obviously jim Knowles left uh, oklahoma state to take the defensive coordinator job at ohio state and Really, over the last year, things have completely regressed. Obviously, you know, you look at the defense, and some of that was due to injuries, but they fall from the best defenses in the country to one of the worst defenses in the country. And Derek Mason, the defensive coordinator, decides to take a sabbatical from coaching instead of uh, coming back for another year. And really, I think that the offensive side of the ball is where you look at having some major, major issues. So uh, obviously, Spencer Sanders transfers. But on top of that, five of the other top seven receivers have transferred and another entered the NFL draft. Uh, You know, they just don't have very many answers. and, And we're right now looking at an Oklahoma State team in 2022 that had one of the worst offenses of the entire Mike Gundy era, and yet they decided to bring offensive coordinator Casey Dunn back. There just seems to be a whole lot of discontent in that room right now, a whole lot of discontent in that offense. And, uh, you know, despite the struggles, and, and really offensively, they weren't all that good in 2021 either. 
Oklahoma State has not let go of an offensive assistant since 2017. So, you know, that's really an eternity in the coaching world to, to have sort of a continuity on staff. And it's one thing to have continuity when things are working. But uh, when, when you continue to bring back the same people who aren't producing results, then at a certain point it becomes complacency. Jayhan, National Signing Day is upon us, and – I know that North Crowley had a, a college day, and there's several schools in the Metroplex that are having college days just to get high school players in front of coaches and an opportunity because of the transfer portal. There's a lot of D1 talent that's going to have to go JUCO, Division two, even Division three, because there's just no room for them. Is that, is that ever going to let up? And how unfair is that for these high school kids right now? Yeah, I think it's a it's a brutal situation for these high school kids. Like you mentioned, I mean, we're we're seeing a situation right now where out of the uh, you know there, there isn't a cap right now, but historically out of the twenty five counter uh, per year, usually you know you're talking about twenty two of these going to high school kids. Usually, well now all of a sudden you're seeing teams go really transfer heavy, especially at the top now. Uh, you know, the Alabamas, the Georgias, they're still recruiting high school talent. But when you look down at uh, sort of these mid-tier level teams, I mean, look at an Arizona State. Arizona State is almost exclusively uh, trying to pick up through the transfer portal. You look at, uh, you know, a Florida State. Florida State, they have a, a top 20 high school class, but they are really leaning more on the, the transfer portal. And so I think that you know, the the past couple of years have been brutal to be a high school student athlete, to, to have the opportunity to move up and, and play at the Power Five or FBS level because of, of what you mentioned, because so many transfers are taking those spots. So I, right now, it's hard to see what exactly an ending looks like. This These things tend to be cyclical, and I think the reality is, too, that at a certain point, you know, the transfer portal is still the new thing, the, the new exciting thing, the one-year transfer is still a, a new exciting thing. I think eventually the novelty of some of this fades, but I do think that this is going to permanently impact uh, some level of high school student-athlete opportunity, and I think that's a shame. Is Speaking of the portal, is there a couple of kids, a kid that's that that jumped in the, jumped in the transfer portal – and you went, wow, I uh, can't believe he's making that move, yet he still hasn't found a home? I mean, are there some kids still out there that, that you're a little surprised that, that haven't landed someplace? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I, it, there isn't one that specifically comes to mind, but, I mean, I think that you just look at the volume right now. I mean, I, from Baylor, I think you could point to Craig Williams, right, Squirrel Williams. I mean, he is somebody who obviously had been successful at Baylor for a long time and you just don't necessarily know what the next opportunity is going to be, right? Everybody thinks that they're going to jump in and they're going to have an opportunity to move up or they're going to have an opportunity to have some immediate playing time. But, you know, it's just such a crowded time out there right now. And so, uh, you know, I, I think that I think that one thing that's actually been a little good is that I, I think that having these windows uh, in place to kind of limit the amount of kids who transfer and when they're allowed to transfer I think that has sort of settled things down just a little bit. I, I don't think we see as many kids who are sort of just floating around in the ether, but it's certainly still happening. And, you know, I, I think that uh, that certainly if you're, if you're somebody considering entering the transfer portal, make sure that you get good advice and kind of know what you're in for before you get in. Well, they are going to limit, right? The, uh, the number of times you can transfer free, so to speak, 
And I suppose and I suspect that that will help kind of stabilize the, uh, the, the rosters on these college football teams. Yeah, that's correct. And so uh, with the way that it's going to work now, uh, you know, we see all these uh, these examples of people who are still undergraduates who have not received their degree transferring and filing for immediate eligibility. Well, the NCAA is essentially saying, unless you have a major extenuating circumstance, we are not going to grant you a second transfer for free. You're going to have to sit out a year. Now, that doesn't apply to graduate transfers. And, and some, I mean, look, you, you look at some of the guys who are transferring multiple times, they're doing an unbelievable job of managing their academics to where they uh, continually graduate and have an opportunity to find a new place. So that necessarily isn't going to go away, but uh, the idea of going multiple places over the course of, uh, of just one or two years, that, that's probably going to be out the window. Nick Saban has to replace offense and defensive coordinators. Nothing new for Nick Saban, but how big a task is that this time of year? I think it's big. I, I think that when you look at uh, at the guys who he's replacing and who he's considering to bring in, this is kind of a critical opportunity for Nick Saban to define what his program is going to be. Obviously, you know, uh, look at some of the the coordinators he's hired before: uh, Lane Kiffin, uh, Mike Loxley, obviously Steve Sarkeesian. And they really defined where his program is going. And so that's why I'm so curious to see what he does really on both sides of the ball. Because, you know, we, we've heard that uh, that former Tennessee coach Jeremy Pruitt might be the guy on the defensive side of the ball, although they're still very much in the process. And that's a little bit of a continuation. It's a little bit of a return to what Alabama's uh, what Alabama was schematically maybe in the early 2010s but offensively we don't necessarily know what direction he's going to go you know does he stick with a very dynamic passing attack does he look for a, a run based coordinator does he look for somebody who's going to slow down the tempo a little bit I, I think that these are all very fascinating existential questions when you look at uh, where this program is going Switch gears a little bit. Talks from college basketball. The uh, Big Twelve went seven and three in the uh, Big Twelve SEC uh, shootout uh, on Saturday. What uh, what was your big takeaway out of the uh, out of the Saturday action? Yeah, I think that this tournament really did a good job of displaying just how deep the conference is. Obviously, Texas Tech found a way to be Auburn. You look at Oklahoma going and smashing uh, number two Alabama at the time. And and I think that when you look at the depth of this conference right now, I mean, there are 10 teams that I think if they played anywhere else would all be playing in the NCAA tournament. And, and Texas Tech, you know, was able to find some momentum and, and translate that into beating Iowa State on Monday night as well. But I think just top to bottom in the Big 12 right now, the, the conference just looks unbelievable. And, uh, you know, we saw another heavyweight prize fight last night with, uh, with Texas versus Baylor. We're going to see Kansas versus Kansas State later this week. We're going to see Iowa State versus Kansas later this week. I, I mean, the amount, of, uh, the amount of good to great teams in this conference right now is pretty unbelievable. And I, you mentioned, uh, you, you guys mentioned in the Sports Center update, I mean, it's six out of the top 15 teams in the AP Top 25 are in the Big 12 right now. And, uh, you know, it's going to be really fascinating to see when these teams go into March. And, and by the way, play against opponents who don't have a ton of familiarity with these teams. Who is, who is Cinderella so far this season for you? 
I think it has to be Kansas State, right? I mean, Iowa State would also be right there as well. But I, I think that Kansas State, with just how fast things have flipped, it's pretty unbelievable. Obviously, Jerome Tang comes in, and, and he brings in uh, some transfers and a new roster in some ways. But you don't expect somebody to hit this quick. And you see that Kansas State goes in, and they beat Kansas on their home floor, of course, and storm the courts. I, I mean, they've had the ability to kind of uh, become – a nationally relevant team in such a short period of time after struggling for not just the last year, but the last couple of years. So I, I think that just the speed with which a first year coach was able to flip things makes Kansas state, the Cinderella, but certainly Iowa state is right there with them as well. Visiting with Shehan Jayaraja from CBS sports.com. Shehan, I'm going to take you back to football for just a second. Uh, it, it, albeit for one year, but what do you think this conference looks like? Uh, next year with with the 14 teams uh, participating for the one year and then reducing obviously to 12 but what what's it look like for you next year with 14 teams playing it's going to be interesting so you know for the first time since 2012 we're not going to get a round robin schedule which which I will admit uh, you know as as somebody who enjoys watching the big 12 it was a lot of fun to get to see every team play each other every single year but uh, you know I think that uh, that the league is still in a great position to to be in a great place uh, obviously you know look Cincinnati is going to be flipping over just a little bit moving from Luke Fickle to Scott Satterfield but this is a program that's been nationally ranked nationally competitive you know UCF they won 10 games Houston uh, you know, last year wasn't a great year for them, but the year before that, they win 12 games. Same with BYU. They go 10 and three, two years ago. So, I mean, you know, I think that you're looking at a really competitive league that's, that uh, has quality teams from top to bottom, kind of like what you saw this past year. I, I mean, with the big 12 this past year, there really wasn't a team that was just bad. You know, you, you, you saw teams that ended up obviously having losing records, but I think that everybody was, arguably an above average team in terms of uh, in terms of like the the ratings and things like that. And I think that the big 12 has a chance to be like that again next year, but, but like you mentioned with the, and even more uh, of a collection of teams. So it's going to be fascinating to see how the league uh, divvies up the schedule and, and how they organize the schedule. The schedule will be released this afternoon. So we'll finally get an answer to that. But uh, I, I think that it's going to be, I think it's going to be a really fun league and I'm curious to see, especially in a, in a world where I don't think that there's an obvious dominant team in the conference. I, I'm curious to see uh, who kind of rises to the top. Jayhan, uh, what do you, what are you working on for CBSSports.com? Yeah. So, uh, so like I mentioned, I mean, we're, we've got uh, the big 12 schedule coming out uh, today. I've been doing a bunch of these schedule stories the past couple of days. Uh, and of course, like you mentioned, I put together that piece on Mike MG over at Oklahoma state and some of the questions that I think he's facing right now. So make sure to check it out at cbsports.com. As always, it is a pleasure. Stay warm and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for having us. Have a great day. That is a Shayhan Jay Araja from cbsports.com scheduled today for the uh, 14 teams and of course uh after next season then it reduces to 12 so a a transition year ward uh do you think it's east west do you think it's a north south thing i mean you got you got a good feeling yeah i hate to even guess on that it, it's probably got to be north south i think it could be east west i can't, i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know should be fun though i mean they they've done stranger things you never know i, I know this I know this. If they if they do divisions to get to the Big Twelve Championship game, 
Texas and Oklahoma will not be in the same division. Will be in the same division. Yeah, I would think so. They are not going to let Texas play Oklahoma in the Big 12 Conference Championship if it got to that. I'm not saying it would. I'm saying that they're going to make sure it doesn't. I think they got to be two of the favorites. So you split them up if that's the case. Yeah, I I think so. <laughs> so I mean, just it's just the way it is. You know, uh, you're a short timer, so welcome to being treated like a short timer. It's uh, 7:47. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, welcome into the program the athletic director and vice president and director of intercollegiate athletics from Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. I, I wish you know there was about five or six of me and I could clone <laughs> myself and, and get to, get to all of them because it's important. You know, I've got a great staff. I think it's the the best in the country, and we divide and conquer, and it's a lot of fun, and it, it's a joy to be around our our student athletes and. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This year's McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help us raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. Then make sure to join us on Friday night, February 10th at 6.30 for the Sale of Champions with top-placing animals and projects up for sale. Last year's sale brought in over a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. It's the McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. 
trailing most of the game. Baylor got within one in the final minute, but fell to the Longhorns in Austin, 76-71. That gives Texas a half-game lead in the conference standings, while Baylor falls two games out of first. This week's AP Men's Basketball Poll has six Big 12 teams in the top 15. Kansas State is number seven, with Kansas right behind at eight. Texas is 10, followed by Baylor at 11, Iowa State at 13, and TCU at 15. Kellen Moore wasted no time in finding another job. The former Cowboys offensive coordinator has accepted the San Diego Chargers offer to be their offensive coordinator. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to game time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right, 7.51, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Uh, anything that we've talked about today that you would like to express your opinion, we'd love to hear from you today on the CNC Collision Center text line. That's 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660, the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. Also, uh, if if you missed something on the program this morning, maybe you slept in today with uh, – with uh, with the schools closed or whatever, and businesses uh, shutting down and, and closing, and, and you missed something and you want to go back and check it out, you certainly could do so on the Syntex uh, Sports our website SyntexSportsFan.com. We've got all the programs, including yesterday's John Morris and Matt Mosley program, on the uh, on the website. I think, and I missed it because I was in some meetings and doing some things, but I think that Matt Mosley had. Uh, had a very special guest on the program. Babe Laufenberg, I think, was on the program yesterday uh, talking about the, the movement of some of the coaches and things like that. So you can check that out on our on our uh, website, and I think I will when, when we get off the air at 9 o'clock this morning. So that'll be good. Uh, and anything that's going on in the wide world of sports that you want to share with us, we'd love to hear from you on the CNC Collision Center text line. Now, if you're getting out and about, and I just saw some people drive down the street, so some are out, be careful. Uh, reduce your speed. Uh, and, and just take care of yourself and take care of others as, as you move around on, uh, on this Tuesday. And if you don't have to don't treat it as a, treat it as a day off Ward. There's, I know there's, there's several that are treating it as a day. Off. There's several in this building that are treating it as a day off. So, well, I mean, you know, you have to sometimes yeah. kids can't go to school. What are you going right. to do? Yeah. You say, Hey, my kid's not going to school. I'm staying home with my kids. There you go. That's just part, you know, so part anyway. of the deal. Yeah, it is. All right, it is time for Did You Know? Tom Ward, did you know that on this day in 1961, the first chimpanzee was sent to space? Really? How about that? In 1961, a three-and-a-half-year-old chimpanzee named Ham was launched out of Cape Canaveral and propelled into space, strapped into a container called a couch. Ham's flight lasted approximately 16-and-a-half minutes, he traveled at a speed of approximately 5,800 miles per hour, and he reached a height of 157 miles above the Earth before he came back down. Mm. So, on this day in 1961, a chimpanzee for the first time was sent into space. And also, did you know on this day in 1993, the Dallas Cowboys won Super Bowl 27? Stop it. Defeating the Buffalo Bills 52-17 to at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Who's the MVP of that game? Leon Lett. No, I don't know. <laughs> Aikman. It was Troy Aikman, yeah. 273 yards and four touchdowns. But that was the Leon Lett game, wasn't it? 
I I think it was. It was. Well, that's the one he had the fumble in. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he had the fumble earlier in the year, or not yeah. the fumble, but when he touched well, he the football. It. Yeah, he yeah. muffed it on he the touched oh, the football. That was against Miami on Thanksgiving in the snow. In the snow, and a lot of snow, by the way. Did but you, then in the Super Bowl, he's he's scooping. He was it was a scooping score. What at least it was supposed to be. And who's the guy that chased him down? Don Beebe? Uh, Don you know Beebe. It was it Beebe. Yeah, it was. Well, that happened on this day in 1993. Did you know that today is also Jackie Robinson's birthday? How about the that? The greatness of Jackie Robinson. Number 42, everybody. Born this day in 1919 in Cairo, Georgia. Hall of Fame second baseman, first African-American player in Major League Baseball, six-time All-Star, 1955 World Series champion, also 1949 National League MVP. Happy birthday to Jackie Robinson. If you've never seen the movie 42, great movie. Watch it. I've watched it probably seriously 10 times. I watched it last week. I got it. I got it. What do you call it? DVR'd or whatever? Recorded. I've yeah. got it recorded. I watched it again last week. Uh, it, 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 first of all, it is an unbelievable movie. Number two, the, the attitude of people back back in when he was making that transition into major league baseball it, it was it was heartbreaking really to see how people treated him and and i would imagine that was just the scratching of the surface of how poorly he was treated uh not only by fans and, and opponents but mm-hmm. by his own teammates for that matter i mean uh an unbelievable person to be able to withstand all of that and still be able to perform at a level in which he did. Pretty amazing. And, and again, I, I don't know that the movie did it 100% justice, mm-hmm. but it certainly gives you an eye-opening. It gives you a peek of it. It, it certainly it's not does. Even close. It certainly does. So check it out. 42 is the movie. Great movie. Starring Chadwick Boseman in that one. Great movie. Did you know that also on this day in 1931 in Dallas, Texas, the great Ernie Banks was born as well? Hall of Fame Shortstop and first baseman, 14-time MLB All-Star, and back-to-back National League MVP in 1958 and 1959. Happy birthday to Ernie Banks. You know what's interesting? Yesterday or day before, they were doing a Mount Rushmore of Chicago. Mount Rushmore of Chicago. Stop and think about who would be on the Mount Rushmore of Chicago. Michael Jackson, uh, Jordan rather, obviously. Who else would be on the, you got to pick one from every sport. Walter so Payton. Mike, yeah, yeah. Be sweetness. Sweetness. So there's two. Mm-hmm. Who would it be for hockey? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But Ernie Banks for baseball, huh? And there's a lot of great baseball players that have rolled through the city of Chicago, White oh, yeah. Sox and Cubs. Oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway. So, yes, Ernie Banks was born on this day in 1931. And did you know... The greatest pitcher of all time, Nolan Ryan, was born on this day in 1947 in Refugio, Texas. Happy birthday to Big Tex. No-hit leader, seven no-hits all-time. Strikeout leader, 5,714. 1969 World Series champion, eight-time All-Star. And he is the, uh, yes, he is the only MLB player in history to have his jersey retired by three different clubs. Name them. Oh, you know them. Yeah, the Angels, Astros, and Rangers. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That today is happy birthday to Nolan Ryan, Ernie Banks, and Jackie Robinson. Blackhawk player of all time would either be Stan Mitica or Bobby Hull. Bobby Hull. Yeah, they, that's why they were talking about it because Bobby Hull just passed away, what, two days ago? Mm-hmm. Speaking of passing away, you probably don't know her, 
but Ward certainly does. I think it was yesterday evening that uh, Cindy Williams mm-hmm. passed away at the age of 75. You know who Cindy Williams is? I do not. Played uh, in the uh, in the sitcom Laverne and Shirley. She was Shirley of Laverne and Shirley. Got their start on? The, uh, the, 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 the Ron Howard show, Happy Days. There you go. Yeah. Happy Days. Uh, that's it. Was it, there were several spinoffs from Happy Days? Did you know that Mork, Mork and Mindy was a spinoff of Happy Days? Mm-hmm. Who was Mork? Do you know? No, nope. Robin Williams. Ah, so that's how Robin Williams kind of got kickstarted in this. Nanu, Nanu. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd pass that along. But there were several spinoffs. Uh, what were the two, what were the two Lenny and Squiggy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what what is the the League of Their Own? Oh. Uh you know the movie The League yeah, of Their yeah. Own? The, Tom, Tom Hanks was in Yeah, the, the PA announcer? Yeah. Was that Squiggy or was that Lenny? That was uh, Squiggy. Squiggy, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe. No, <laughs> we, we can do this all day. You Seven. know who produced and directed Penny League Marshall's dad? Yeah. Penny, Penny Marshall did. Oh, did she really? I yeah. thought it was her dad. No, it was him. Her. Gary Marshall. No, it was her. Oh, how about that? It's just so she cast Squiggy in the PA role. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Good for him. Good stuff, but every when I saw when they first put the camera on him, you know, in the PA booth, I was like, "That's Squiggy." But anyway, all right, seven fifty nine, and this is John Morris. John's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody is going to check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball has their six-game winning streak come to an end in Austin against the Longhorns. We'll give you details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Drop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Are you a proud Baylor fan? Do you love prizes? The Baylor Bold Rewards app allows fans to track their attendance across athletic events and earn rewards. Baylor Athletics wants to reward the most loyal fans, so register online today at BaylorBoldRewards.com or download the Baylor Bold Rewards app straight to your phone. Prizes this year are better than ever, so start earning your rewards points today and sign up for Baylor Bold Rewards. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor's six-game winning streak, five straight in Big 12 play, came to an end last night in Austin as the 11th-ranked Bears fell to number 10 Texas, 76-71, the final score. 
The Bears trailed by just two at halftime. They briefly pulled within one with 50 seconds to play, but fell by five in the final tally to the Longhorns, 76-71, after the game head coach Scott Drew. Yeah, the guys really uh, uh, fought, competed. Uh, it's typical Big 12 game. Um, comes down to one or two possessions. I thought early in the game we didn't. Uh, the things we've been doing to win six games in a row, we didn't do. Our transition defense wasn't good. We took some uh, uh, quick, ill-advised shots that led to some of that transition. Um, and then uh, I thought the last eight, ten minutes of the half, we did a good job. And then second half, uh, credit them, they come out, go on a run, and then, then we battled, fought. and I felt felt good with things. Um, kicking myself that last uh, shot, uh, 17 seconds, 18 seconds. I should have called timeout, and gotten to something better. So um, uh, that that one's that one's on me, and I will sleep tonight on that one. Scott Drew, following last night's five-point loss by the Bears to the Texas Longhorns in Austin, L.J. Cryer another fine game, 19 points and five rebounds, 17 for freshman guard Keontae George. 13 on the night for Jalen Bridges, 11 for Adam Flagler in the loss. Baylor falls to 16-6 and six on the season, 5-4 and four in Big 12 conference play. Now back home hosting Texas Tech Saturday at noon in the Farrell Center. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Super Bowl 57 coming up. It's the uh, Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I got to ask a question, and I want to get into this, and I know I, I want to be careful about how we talk about this and, and, and treat it with the due respect that it deserves, but – Ward, yesterday there was – I read something and also heard a couple things about it, but for the first time in Super Bowl history, we will have two black quarterbacks playing in the game. Did that ever cross your mind? And looking at your facial expression, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I, I don't. I would tell you from where I sat, no, it did not. I mean, when I looked at the Eagles, I went, hey, they got a great quarterback. When I looked at the Kansas City Chiefs, I went, ooh, they got a great quarterback, maybe the best player in the league right now. I, I And again, is that us being respectful of those players? Is that us being disrespectful that we didn't recognize it? Or is it just, you know what, they have had such good years and you just looked at them and went, hey, they're, they're great players, and that's who they are. And I want to believe that. I want to believe that, you know what, it never crossed my mind because I think it's a, it's just as big, noteworthy as they're both Texas high school football there quarterbacks. There you go. Bingo. That's exactly what Ryan was talking about. He said, yeah, I guess so. But he said, for me, more, it's more noteworthy that they're both from the Lone Star State. And you know what? If If this subject would not have been – it would not have come up yesterday and it hadn't come up, you know, throughout the course of this two weeks. 
That would have never crossed my mind. It wasn't that we I, – I felt like we were disrespecting the quarterbacks. I just felt like we respected them for being a NFL quarterback, not a black NFL quarterback. Here's Andy Reid. Yeah, well, listen, I, I think the, the biggest thing is they're really good. And um, I, I think that uh, is a tribute to the kids. Um, is yeah, I mean that's unique. It is. It is unique. I don't ever look at it that way. I, I just I, I look at. I don't really care what what color you are. You you know if you, you you're a good player, which at that position takes a tremendous amount of time and effort. Um, I can really appreciate that and. I've never been one that really looked at the color part of it. Um, uh, where I grew up, we had everybody. <laughs> everybody was a part of part of the equation, and that's uh, someday. I hope that's the way it all works. And uh, you, you, as we go on, you'll never have to be asked a question like this again. I mean, you know, I, I understand why you're asking it for her, absolutely. But um, you know, it's a it's a tribute to the kids, though. I mean, they're. Both of them are phenomenal players, and I'm, I'm happy for, for both of them. I think he basically said the same thing, didn't he? Yeah. That is, hey, you know what? Recognize them for being tremendous National Football League quarterbacks. And that's what he did. And, again, he's right. I mean, it should, it should be, you should be at a point now to where, look, a player's a player, whether they're black, white, green, yellow, or orange. A player's a player. If they can play, great. If they can't, we're going to talk about them on this radio show. I mean, so, but I did find, I mean, I found it interesting. And then we started, you know, I I kind of just stopped yesterday when I was reading it. And and then uh, listening to one of the other talk shows had brought it up. And I was like, never crossed my mind. Is that a mistake that it never crossed my mind? or Or is it a tribute to the quality of play by the players and the people that the players are that it didn't cross our mind. So, Hey, that's, that's for you to decide, I guess. I just, I found that interesting. Uh, eight Oh nine. So which one's playing, which one had the best season? Just, and, and I know we haven't dug into their statistics. I don't yes. need their stats. Pat Mahomes did. He had the better season. quarterback. I didn't ask that. I said, who had the better season? He did. did he have better? Does he have better players around him than Jalen hurts? No. Jalen Hurts had better players? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Other than the tight end. Kelsey's a better tight end. But it's it, – I think Hurts has better running back, has better receivers. All right. Pat Mahomes was on his fourth round of receivers in that last game. <laughs> they were running out, weren't they? <laughs> They were running out. Uh, I, I think they play the game kind of similar, don't they? I mean, they they will use. They don't necessarily want to or have to, but they will if forced to use their legs. I think Jalen uses his more than Patrick Mahomes by far. There's some design runs there, yeah, by far. But you know, the other day there wasn't. I mean, it was there just wasn't. They, He's going against that San Francisco defense. Yeah, they're just they just said, you know what, we're not doing this. So, uh, it's, it, it is a interesting situation and, uh, you know, the, again, how you approach and how you look at quarterbacks is, is in the eye of the beholder, but you know, 
is your whole football team centered around that quarterback, or do you think that maybe the quarterbacks get too much credit and too much blame? No, I don't think so. Should be centered around the quarterback. But again, and I've, we can argue about this all day long. They play yeah, half the snaps. Well, they play half the snaps. <laughs> what are they doing when 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 defense the defense wins championships? So where's the quarterback in that equation? Well, is he playing the, safety for the offense. He's the most important guy on the field. I, I don't disagree with that. I, and I'm without still, him, you're not going to beat anybody because you can't score. I don't disagree with that. Okay, so he's the MVP. But it, he's he's Unless on the field about ex- half the snaps. The, maybe if you, unless your defense is really good and they get off the field can you and, the win? Other, and you out snap the other team 76 snaps to oh, 22 stop 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 can you win a championship with the greatest quarterback and a bad defense championship not a game championship the answer is no you know that eh. you got to be able to play defense in, I, I, I don't care the most important person on your team is the quarterback I you know what I'm not disagreeing with you I'm just saying I think he gets too much blame, and I also think he gets too much credit sometimes. Okay, that's that's your opinion, but Dak Prescott stinks, and so the Cowboys stink. Was Dak Prescott the only reason why they lost that football game against San Francisco? Yes. He was the only reason. He was the main reason. I didn't – see, you turned the damn question you around. You can't say only because there's, there's 22 players that that's are on the field. That's my point! But <laughs> – but – He's the main reason. If he plays better, they don't lose that game. I don't think you can say that. I oh, think I know it, I can say it. I, well, that's a great opinion, and you, you're entitled to it. I think for me, I think you say if he plays better, they've got a great chance to win the football no, game. If he plays better, the defense isn't war ass out, and they're not struggling to make a play late in that ball game. If he plays better, the defense plays better. They got matched up front at the end of the game. They did because Dak Prescott kept giving them the ball. And kept going three and out. He could not move the football. And that's on him. So when he turns and hands the football to Ezekiel Elliott and he gets a yard and a half, that's on Dak Prescott. Yes. It is not. Because he can change the play at the line of scrimmage. Or if he's playing better, Kellen Moore's not afraid to do some other things with him. That you, but Dak you Prescott can't. stunk, and it's his fault he stunk. You hate Dak Prescott. I, we all get that. No, it's not just Dak Prescott. Put anybody in that uniform that plays like that, they stink. Can you win being one-dimensional? And they were one-dimensional. They you could can. not run the football. You can, but you, most times you're not going to. You have to be able to be a little balanced. The defense you don't has have got, to be. The defense has not, got to be not able to. Not in this league. They Not gotta respect. They gotta respect the fact that you're going to throw the football or run the football. If they can say, you, you know gotta what, not throw it to the other team. Well, I agree with that. Everything you said, I, I've never disagreed. I just think there's more to it than going, hey, that one guy lost the football game. He did. Uh, again, an opinion, and we appreciate your your opinion, as wrong as it may be. It's uh, 8-14, 14 after 8. That's not where we were going with this segment, but that's where we ended up. Uh, 8-14, we got to get, uh, get to the break, and we are right back with more of the program in just a moment. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Porter Mosier in one of the tightest golf shirts in the conference. Man loves a good tight golf shirt. I mean, guys like John Morris and I that are kind of built a certain way. Aaron, you used to be built like us. You lost all that weight. John and I, we're normal looking guys, and we like a good XL golf shirt. 
Porter Moser is a man in his 50s who has decided to show everybody every aspect. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco, La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Slovak. Chick Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Goodfeet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. 
All right, it's 18 after 8. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. It's a uh, Tuesday in progress. Hey, have you noticed just how crowded our building is this morning? I mean, people are just milling around getting their jobs done. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you? Good morning. I'm freezing. How are y'all? Uh, we're fine. Yeah, I just wanted to point out there's two people on the entire staff missing. Two. Yeah, who's that? You and your close personal friend. <laughs> really? Well, uh, <laughs> I would be there, but our gate is frozen shut, so um, I'm just sitting here. You know, you, there's another way. You're of, smart. There's another way to get here. You Thanks, can go, Lord. You can go over <laughs> the said gate. You can climb it. I'd like to and see then, you climb a gate. Yeah, look, yeah, I, I'm a gate. Oh, and then what? And then how am I walk all the way? There's Ubers. <laughs> Ubers. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's Hummers. Hummers. Okay. Uh, what's uh, going on? What do you got? Well, um, you know, we're getting gearing up for the big Super Bowl game, and so I was in the Googles yesterday. <laughs> you mean it wasn't froze up? Oh, hey, you know what? It's so funny though, because last night I was trying to get on the internet out here in the country, and we could we could not get on. Everything was starting to freeze. It's the craziest thing. Anyways, that's a random thing to say, but anyways, I was on the giggles and um, superstitions. Like the Eagles have all Eagle fans have all these superstitions. So I'm going to read them off to you. So if you don't have a superstition, I guess you're supposed to get one for the game. Number one. Wear your favorite T-shirt or jersey on the day of the game. And Eagle fans, of course, you know, they're crazy and wild. They don't change their shirt. They wear the same one. They don't even wash their shirt between games to games, especially when they're on a winning streak. That has nothing to do with football. Well, I'm just saying. And then the second thing is sit in the same spot. So if you're if you're out watching the game or if you have your favorite chair, you're not supposed to leave that chair when you're watching the game or it's bad luck. So there's that one. The third one is pump up music. Whatever your favorite rock song is, pop song, country song, whatever gets you psyched for the game, you're supposed to play it before the game. And then... Your favorite token, whether it's, you know, your lucky penny, your <laughs> favorite. <laughs> Seriously, if you have a lucky penny, you're supposed to put it in your pocket or in your hand and hold it through the game. Ugh. and um, Or like a rabbit's foot. Who knew? Who knew, right? And then the last one was eat your favorite foods. So a lot of them eat Philly cheese sticks, I'm assuming. And then, of course, your chicken wings. If you have wings at every game, you continue to eat the wings. And I have read on the Googles, too, that they've had to, like, make some extra chickens for the Super Bowl because there will be hey, – Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a whoa. minute. What did, whoa. You were putting me to sleep until then. Uh, so what yeah, did you – what did you What did you just say that you read that they got to do what? They had to, like, breed more chickens, make more chickens. Because Super Bowl is the biggest day of wings being eaten. So they have to. So, like on a Tuesday, they go, you know what? Sunday, we're going to run out. Let's go make some more chickens. No. Is that what they do? No, the farmers, they like bred more chickens. They got those chickens to make more chickens because they knew Super Bowl was coming. Oh, my. Oh, my heavenly day. (laughs) Do they inject the eggs with preservatives? Probably. Oh, no. Probably they did. I don't know where they got. How do the you solve your problem? But... Make more chickens. 
seriously, that's what you do. Think about it. No, I'm not going to think about it. That's impossible. Oh, come on now. I'm sure Sanderson Farms down the street, like, bred more chickens because they knew Super Bowl was coming. Okay, how do you entice? Never mind. (laughs) I don't know. Here, chicken, chicken, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Here, chicken, Maybe they play play some. Maybe they play some love songs for them. Oh. No, but they have to do something because a little Marvin Gaye in the chicken house, yeah, Lionel Richie. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, possibly, possibly they have to start they sing, do something. Get, get Lionel Richie to sing because I'm easy. Like, <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, child, go work on the gate. I'm trying oh, to. I'm trying my. to. Have a good day. All right, y'all stay safe for yeah. real. Make okay. more chickens. Make more chickens. I was just staring out the window, watching it. Looking for chickens? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I was I was looking for our little rabbit family. If if they're making more chickens, why are we in such a bad place for eggs right now? I don't know. And they're $9,000 a dozen. I, I, I don't know. See? Because there's a chicken shortage. Well, make more chickens. She made it very clear <laughs> yeah. what they got to do. Your chicken, chicken. <laughs> That's what she said. All right. Uh, well, it's hard to it's hard to kind of bring this thing back, back around. Uh, we we mentioned this. I don't know if it was at the top of the show or or when, but uh, Kansas and Kansas State tonight. And for, hey, look, first time around, Kansas State got it done. Jerome Tang's team got it done. Second time around, Kansas and Kansas State. I would think with both of these teams being top 10 programs, that this is kind of a big game. Mm, yeah, it is. There's no doubt. The Sunflower Bowl. And it's a big game in the conference. It's a big game nationally. Uh, you know, they're both trying to work up the the, the projections. I think, I think I saw where they both were on the three line or maybe the two line uh, when it comes to the uh, NCAA. Now, granted, that's a lot of that's going to change over the next – month or so we got a lot of basketball still to play but you know you can help yourself uh you can always help yourself in this league with a win the point being this is a big game it's number seven and number eight yes and the game is on espn plus did it just happen to land on espn plus or was this a premeditated decision to put this game on espn plus yeah uh, it's it's a ploy. It certainly and is. And they don't win. I'm not doing it. I'm curious how many people will watch it. Look, I, I've – football season a year ago when I when I saw this happening, I said, hey, I, I got to get plus. I mean, I just have to. And so I did. I mean, I want to watch the games. They win from in my house, and I pay the six bucks or whatever it is. Uh, but they're bringing in some of their big – some of their big guys. They're bringing in Jay Billis. They're bringing in uh, Chris Button. They're bringing in, uh, you know, to do play-by-play. He did play-by-play last night. Help me. Uh, I just – does baseball. I just had his – I just told you his name in the last hour. I don't I don't uh, care who they bring in. They're not enticing me to buy it. So, nothing? Nothing. What if Tech – Nope. Okay. Okay. I bet you a gazillion dollars, Ryan, that if Tech was playing for the conference championship, what if it was a national championship game? Nope. T- 
Texas Tech Red Raider basketball is playing in the Final Four, and it's on ESPN+. Plus. You're not watching. Nope. Only way I'm watching is if I if I get it with what I have now or if I'm at the game. Huh. You believe him? If it's tech now. I don't either. Not doing it. Refuse. I think he's griping all the way to ordering that. that not going to order it. That ESPN Plus. All the way to the telephone, he's griping. Not going to order it. You Dude. know, I, I used to be like that when it comes to. I'm like, you know what? A phone is for calling and receiving calls. I'm not doing all that other stuff. Well, heck, I got everything under the sun on this thing now that, that I know how to operate. Mm-hmm. I, I think as things change, that we have to change with them. And you're not going to? Nope. If you say so, the game tonight is on ESPN+. And, it, it, heck, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to it. And what else are we going to do on a Wednesday night besides freeze? Put more wood on the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's what we got coming up. So uh, I will go to the internet and listen to it, but I'm not going to pay to watch it. All right. I'd rather listen to a game anyway. There you go. 827. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. And we're brought to you in part by our good friends at Morrison's Gifts. Uh, Morrison's Gifts, man, they're in the, uh, in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. And they've been doing this thing, and I say this thing. They, they, they've been in business since 1979. And I'm telling you, it's a family-owned and operated business. It's a Baylor alumni-operated business. And these folks are going to take it, it. Again, here we go. It, notice the theme with a lot of, and most of our, 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 our folks here on the radio station, local people taking care of local people. That's what they do. And that's exactly what Morrison's Gifts does. Uh, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or just because you can get a great gift, whether it's John Hart Leather Goods or Consuela Products or Key Rings or, or Time Candles or Jewelry or whatever, you can get it right there at Morrison's Gifts. You can get it at a great price, and then Morrison's is going to gift wrap it for you and, and get it to wherever you need it to go. 4308 West Waco Drive, sounding the staff waiting to, to visit with you. It's Morrison's Gifts are right next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Saturday in the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech. 11.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. High noon tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. 
so it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. This year's McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help us raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. Then make sure to join us on Friday night, February 10th at 6.30 for the Sale of Champions with top-placing animals and projects up for sale. Last year's sale brought in over a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. It's the McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Trailing most of the game, Baylor got within one in the final minute, but fell to the Longhorns in Austin, 76-71. That gives Texas a half-game lead in the conference standings, while Baylor falls two games out of first. This week's AP Men's Basketball Poll has six Big 12 teams in the top 15. Kansas State is number seven, with Kansas right behind at eight. Texas is 10, followed by Baylor at 11, Iowa State at 13, and TCU at 15. In the AP Women's Poll, Iowa State is the highest-ranked Big 12 team at number 12, Oklahoma. Oklahoma is 20, Texas 24, and Baylor has once again fallen out of the top 25. Kellen Moore wasted no time in finding another job. The former Cowboys offensive coordinator has accepted the San Diego Chargers offer to be their offensive coordinator. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Eight thirty-four. Welcome back into the program. This is game time. Your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and we're joined now by Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News and host of the uh, the uh, Sports Day Cowboy Podcast. And 
Calvin, good morning. We appreciate your time. Let's let's begin with with Kellen Moore. Uh, he gets he gets shown the door, and before he can get in his car and and get out of the parking lot, he's got a new job. Uh, was that a little surprising that it, that he moved so quickly? Uh, a little bit, uh, but you know this business it's, uh, it's it's an interesting business, and he's got a powerful agent in David Dunn who can make things happen for him. And um, let's see, I really think this was in the works probably going back to last week when Mike McCarthy met the media on a Thursday and didn't really give Kellen the vote of confidence that he was coming back. And Kellen was interviewing for jobs. As you guys know, he was interviewing for the head coaching job in Carolina, and there was a thought he could get that job, and then he comes back without getting the job and tells Mike, like, on a Thursday morning, hey, I didn't get the job. And then Mike goes, oh, okay, well, we got to talk. And then they had the talk, and, and I think everything was kind of official over the weekend. So, you know, a lot of people were – behind the scenes trying to make this happen for Kellen. So I am surprised, but not surprised. Any whispers? I know Mike McCarthy's going to call plays, but who might be the offensive coordinator to help him put this thing together? Well, they interviewed, uh, they were supposed to interview an old friend of yours, um, Jeff Nixon, who uh, used to be at Baylor. He's the Carolina Panthers uh, running back coach and offensive coordinator. Apparently, uh, according to the athletic, he might interview on Wednesday with uh, – the Cowboys. The Cowboys got a couple of positions open, like QB coach, running back coach, offensive coordinator, offensive line coach. <laughs> so Jeff Dixon can fill a couple of roles there for them. Calvin, talk a little bit about uh, where this this program is going. Obviously, they move a lot of assistant coaches, uh, a lot of them on the offensive side of the football. Is this Jerry Jones handing Mike McCarthy the keys to the car and say, you know what, drive it or drive it off into the ditch, but one way or the other, get to where we want to go? Yeah, I think one of the things that Jerry wanted to do with the staff is, is get a little bit smaller. He thought this, this is one of the largest staffs I think the Cowboys have ever had in the last two years. And Jerry said, hey, what are we doing with assistant head coaches? Why are we have assistant D-line coaches? Why do we have all these analytics guys? So I think they wanted to shrink it a little bit, and that's one of the things they did. And let's be honest, Mike McCarthy's in a year four of a five-year deal. So you know what? You know, Each year under McCarthy, they progress under McCarthy. So in uh, 2023, there's a objective of saying, okay, we got to the division around. Now we got to get to the NFC championship game or even the Super Bowl. So that's year four for Mike McCarthy. So you might as well go down swinging and uh, call your own players. Out of the free agents that are out there right now for the Cowboys sitting in, in their building, who is the must sign or who's the biggest acquisition they need to get done right now? Well, number one is the running back, Tony Pollard. Um, if they franchise him, he's going to get about $10 million. Um, so, you, you know you have at least that. That's where you start. But you got to bring him back because Ezekiel Elliott is probably no longer a number one running back in this league. So, I would say Tony Pollard is number one. Donovan Wilson might be number two, the, the starting safety. You guys follow the team just like I do. You know, the Cowboys really don't pay safety. And here's Donovan Wilson coming off a fantastic year. As one of the hardest hitters on the team, and he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta sign him up. You gotta get him signed long term. And you know Dalton Schultz, they franchised him last year, and they might let him go now because they got two younger tight ends uh, on the roster. So I would put him at number three. Cooper Rush is the backup quarterback. You know, you know the Cowboys like Will Greer. Before Will Greer did his going, he was competing with Cooper Rush for the number two job. So, but Cooper Rush, they go four and one without Zach. So there's He's got a little bit of leverage there. So, close to me will be some of the main guys that are unrestricted that you want to take care of. 
Hey, hey take us back to the 49er game, uh, the divisional game. Uh, uh, you know, fair or unfair, right or wrong, he's the quarterback, and he's going to get he's going to get some heat, and he throws a couple of picks. But was Dak the reason the Cowboys lost that game, in your opinion? <laughs> well, two of those picks happened in the first half, um, and they led to just a pair of field goals. So that's six points you down. You minus six, you know, in, in that column. Uh, I wouldn't say he was the, the sole beneficiary of that loss. He was part of it. I think the defense wore down in the, in the fourth quarter. Um, you look when I look at the uh, the championship games this past weekend. I saw what Chris Jones did, and, and I see what uh, Hassan Riddick did. Uh, I was looking for some of that out of Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence. You know, Micah said, "Hey, this is where legends are made in the playoffs." Well, we were looking for you in the Forty Nine er game, especially when the game was on the line. So yeah, I, I think the the blame can be spread around a lot of places. When you asked me about Kellen Moore earlier. Well, you know, the Cowboys have averaged 14 points a game in the two losses to the 49ers, and they've struggled in the second half at both of those playoff losses. And then who was the play caller? Kellen Moore. So there's, there's a lot of blame to go around there. Uh, you can't blame the kicker because after he had that faux pas on the first kick, he was fine on the field goal. So, like I said, you can blame Dak. You can blame the defense for wearing down late. You can blame Kellen Moore. Um, but, yeah, you, if you want to say let's rank them, yeah, you rank the quarterback number one because when you turn the ball over, it's on you. So that's the bottom line. Is Zeke in a Cowboy uniform next year? I don't think so. Um, Zeke said he's going to take a pay cut, and sure. But I, I just don't see how they could do it. Um, they, they save $10 million on the cap. They're like $7 million over the cap now. So if you can get $10 million in space, why not do it? So and Zeke is a great locker room guy. Everyone loves him and all that kind of stuff. But this is a business, and I think uh, I don't think Zeke will be here next year. Is there enough money to pay the tight end? No. Uh, I would say you let the tight end go because um, you gave him $10 million last year. Because remember, you gave him franchise tags. So I don't know if I'm going to pay him 10 to $12 million you know, this year because you got to take care of Tony Pollard. you know, you got to take care of Donovan Wilson. Um Terrence Steele, someone you're going to put the, um, the restricted tender on, but then you want to link him up long-term. And here's another thing. C.D. Lamb's eligible now for a contract extension. So is Trayvon Diggs. So you got you to gotta stagger where you put your money uh, in some of your premier players. And I would say no on a tight end. In the draft coming up for the Cowboys, is wide receiver something they should be looking at? If Quentin Johnson, and he, I don't think he falls to 26, but if he's available – is he the guy that goes in and, and helps CeeDee Lamb be a true number one with a good number two, which, which I don't think they really had this year? Or is it maybe a running back? Is, is Robinson coming out of Texas maybe available at that spot? I would say they do need a wide receiver, um, definitely. I don't know if you get him at 26 or, or early in the second round or what have you, but, yeah, I would agree that the – they struggled at finding a number two receiver. I mean, they thought they had it in James Washington. He didn't even play really until like was December. Then they cut him. They signed T.Y. Hilton. He was on the street playing football with his dad. And they, then they signed him. Um, you know, Michael Gallup just wasn't confident enough on that leg to, to really establish himself as someone you can depend on. So, and then the young guys, you know, Jalen Tolbert was a third-round pick. He did not come through. Um, you know, Semi Fajoko was, was a draft pick the previous year in the fifth round. He has not really played it at, at all. 
Noah Brown, as you guys know from Ohio State, he finally played, but he showed that he's a six-round pick. And I think Dak got away from him as the season progressed. So, yeah, to answer your question, yes, they do need a wide receiver. I don't know if you get in the first round, but there's some talented guys coming in this draft, uh, no doubt about it. But you better find your number two guy. And I wouldn't go for a veteran. I'd go for a young guy that you can develop with CD. Busy with Calvin Watkins from the uh, Dallas Morning News and the uh, podcast Sports Day Cowboys. Calvin, I want to take you back to the offensive coordinator thing and Mike McCarthy being the play caller and all that good stuff. Does does this offense change? Do they do they bring in and, and with the hiring of a a new OC? Do they do they implement a new offense? And, and these veteran guys have to learn a, a new way of of doing things, new terminology, and all that. Or, or are they going to kind of stick with what they've done and just? Put the Mike McCarthy touch on it. Uh, McCarthy said they're going to stick with what they what they know, and they'll put a Mike McCarthy touch on it. Um, so, what does that mean? You know what? Well, we're not going to try a trick play on the second play of the game in a big game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're going to keep we're going to keep it simple. Uh, so it doesn't make sense to change everything, Dak. You know, and they probably could if they wanted to. But McCarthy likes his offense uh, a lot. Now, he, he's a big motion guy. You might see a little bit more motion. Um, and you got to get those receivers going, especially those young guys. And you got to find another running back to go with Tony Pollard, whether that's Zeke, which I don't think he'll be here. I really like Malik Davis. He had a really nice uh, rookie year for the Cowboys. Especially should have played a little bit more in that 49er game, to be honest. But, yeah, the offense is going to stay the same. It's just a matter of Mike McCarthy putting his little touches on it. Kind of like you get your mama's recipe, and you say, this is great. But then you say, she put too much salt on there. Don't take a little bit of salt off. I know you're stuck because of money with Dak Prescott, and there's not a whole lot you can do about it in the upcoming year. But at what point do you start saying, okay, we've got to find a way to go up the draft board and draft a true franchise quarterback? When does that ever happen for this team, or does it? That's a good question because uh, when the Cowboys get hit in Mobile at the senior ball, I was going to ask them that. When do you start drafting quarterbacks? Um, because Dak is going to enter – he's got two years up in his deal. And he's you know, 29. So he's going to be about 31 when that contract ends. So you got to make a decision at some point about do we extend Dak Prescott? And if, if, we, and if we're deciding not to extend Dak Prescott, you got to draft us a quarterback. And Ron Wolf, the former uh, Packers general manager, used to draft quarterbacks every year almost. So I think that's what you have to do. I would say, yeah, you draft, draft one this year. You know, now I'm not saying in the first round because you got some bigger holes, but if you can get your quarterback in, in on, on the second day of the draft, I'd do it. And that puts pressure on Dak Prescott. It's time to make him uncomfortable. That's one of the things that I was told by people in the coaching staff, the coaches that are staying in the front office. It's time to make some people uncomfortable. When you look at Dan Quinn staying for this defense, what does that mean for this team as a whole, that Dan Quinn buys into this and he wants to stay in Dallas? I think it's a positive thing. McCarthy is very excited about Dan Quinn staying, more so than Kellen Moore. Um, because, you know, Michael Parsons, why is he so successful? Dan Quinn. And Dan Quinn is a leader in that coaching staff. Players like him. Um, the Cowboys like to call it going across the hall meaning the offense talks to the defense. And Dan Quinn's been able to do that. After every game, Dan Quinn is outside that locker room and he greets every player going into the, into the locker room after every game. He is just this, this, uh, this love figure in this organization, well-respected. Remember last year, he could have left for a job and Jerry Jones said he used the money and he stayed. 
This year, Jerry doesn't give him any money, and Dan Quinn decided to stay because he just likes it here. And to be honest, I think the grind of being a head coach kind of warned him a little bit in Atlanta. And I think he kind of likes just being the defensive coordinator here, takes a little bit of pressure off to him in terms of the daily operations of the football team. He gets worried about the defense. I think that's a good thing. But of all the off-season things that have happened for the Cowboys thus far, keeping Dan Quinn was like number one at the list. Hey, Calvin, uh, tell us a little bit about the podcast, Sports Day Cowboys. Yeah, Michael Gelkin and myself, uh, we do a podcast every week. It comes out every Thursday. Uh, we're about to go to, a, after the Super Bowl, we're about to go to a once-a-month basis. But during the season, we're, we're every week, we just talk about the Cowboys. As you guys know, we bring on guests. A couple of weeks ago, we had Ben DiNucci. He was, remember Ben DiNucci, mm-hmm. the Christian quarterback. We had him on there. He was really cool to, to talk to. So, we, you know, then sometimes we'll, we'll get a player or two. We'll try to give the fans something a little bit different, talk about different things, challenge each other. Uh, like two weeks ago, we had a really great conversation about whether or not is it time to kind of reduce the carries of Zeke Elliott. That was going into the playoff game. So we got a little conversation like that to kind of push the envelope, get people thinking outside the box a little bit. Calvin, thanks. Uh, we know you're busy. We appreciate your time as always, and uh, thanks for coming on, and we uh, look forward to visiting with you again soon. Never busy enough for you guys. Thank you. Hey, have a great day. Thanks so much. Calvin Watkins from the Dallas Morning News and uh, co-host of the podcast Sports Day Cowboys here on the program. It's 847, 13 before 9 o'clock. If you're, uh, you're getting out and about, moving around a little bit, again, drive safely. If you don't have to get out, don't. It uh, we got to... Uh, uh, well, I tell you what. When, when we come back, Ward's going to kind of get us caught up on the uh, the latest weather information. He's got uh, he's got the the forecast in hand, and we'll talk about that next. Recently on Game Time from the CNC Collision Center text line, Trumpy says, "If Tom was a wrestler, not wrestler, wrestler, uh, instead of Nacho Libre, would he be Nacho Grande?" <laughs> <laughs> Just might. What's happening this morning? First, I want to have a snow day where we're snowed in, and then go straight into summer. You're not going to have a snow day. Yes, we are. Ryan thinks we are. February. Ryan is calling February. What's happening? Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Jenna's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. You're not supposed to have your phone on in here. Thanks. Bye. Yep. See, it's going off. Say hi, Jenna. Hi, everybody. It's Jenna from... From uh, advanced, yeah, we're advanced. Advanced house leveling. House leveling. Foundation. She didn't turn her phone off. She didn't turn her phone off. It's the first time. But you can call us at two five four two three five four nine two two and tell her turn your phone off next time, Jana. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was my echo, echo, echo. (laughs) Let's see how stupid that one sounds. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. Fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. 
Stop by the Good Feet Store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Trailing most of the game, Baylor got within one in the final minute, but fell to the Longhorns in Austin 76-71. That gives Texas a half-game lead in the conference standings, while Baylor falls two games out of first. This week's AP Men's Basketball Poll has six Big 12 teams in the top 15. Kansas State is number seven, with Kansas right behind at eight. Texas is 10, followed by Baylor at 11, Iowa State at 13, and TCU at 15. In the AP Women's Poll, Iowa State is the highest-ranked Big 12 team at number 12, Oklahoma Oklahoma is 20, Texas 24, and Baylor has once again fallen out of the top 25. Kellen Moore wasted no time in finding another job. The former Cowboys offensive coordinator has accepted the San Diego Chargers offer to be their offensive coordinator. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8.52, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Final word in sports and the first word in sports for the morning show. Uh, let's see. Ward, I, I, and again, I don't know how this changes how the Cowboys do business, but the uh, NFL has announced that the uh, salary cap is going to move from $208.2 million in 2022 to $224.8 million in 2023. Pretty substantial jump. That you could that you will have to uh, to move some dollars around, but as you heard Calvin Watkins say, there's clearly not enough money to go take care of everybody. So there's not. You're gonna you're gonna you got to prioritize, and you're gonna let some people go, and some people are are gonna have to move down the road because of salary cap restrictions. Well, let's be honest. If you want them, you'll find a way to manipulate the salary cap. So that has. Bottom line has nothing to do with it. If there's people that you want to keep, there's ways around the salary cap that you can keep them. It's how bad do you want them. Yeah. I've always thought, and maybe I'm wrong, but I always thought, take a look at the guaranteed money mm-hmm. or the signing bonus money. That's where you see a lot of that that upfront cash and that cash that's coming right out of the, the checkbook right now. Because you're right. If I want to, I can restructure that thing to you know have you on the payroll. You can keep anybody yeah. and get anybody you yeah. want if you yeah. if you they they know how to work the numbers. It'll be interesting. It's to an see. excuse to appease everybody, and it will be interesting to see who they decide to 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 take care of, and who the Cowboys decide to move on from. 
You heard Calvin Watkins talk about the tight end. I like the tight end. He's gone. But he's gone. He's gone. Unfortunately, he was, you know. Well, they, they've got two guys that are young and up and coming that don't have as much tread on their tires. That's that's a big part of the way they look at things now. Is is the is the guy behind them going to do it and do it almost as well? Because we know he's going to do it a lot cheaper when he's on those first couple of contracts. Mm-hmm. And, and so, therefore, you, you're going to, you know, they he was on a uh, – he, he was a franchise tag, so, you know, he, he made, what Calvin say, 10 mil? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But the problem for him is finding the team that's willing to pay oh, there's no, more, there's more no, than. There's no doubt. He'll find somebody that, that's going to pay him enough money that he'll be, he'll be just fine. Which drives me insane. If that's the case, because you immediately said he's going to get it, then why can't he get it here? Where he's been because very productive. Cowboys want to spend it elsewhere, and they got two young guys behind him. But that's it. That's that's the so only. So he's got to go find a place that has a gap between mm-hmm. what's there now and what's coming. Right. So all right, makes sense. Uh, let's see. Top twenty-five AP basketball. Top twenty-five. Anybody surprised that there's six? Count them six in the top fifteen. No. In this league, this league is special. I hope everybody enjoys it. Uh, and if you're wondering, war to be over at the house tonight watching Kansas and Kansas State. Will not be listening I, to it. I got it for free, Ward. You can, you can come watch. <laughs> Just bring some wings that you've actually grown the chicken. Uh, <laughs> Here, chicken, chicken, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. We will. Uh, John's at three. M- Matt's at four, and I think Mac has Nikki Collin on the program today. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll check in with Matt this afternoon at 4 o'clock. Have yourself a great day. We'll see you in the morning at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas.